Welcome back to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. This is your host, Connor McCabe, and here I am again to deliver you some some precious nostalgia goodness. Uh, not in the form of a nougat candy bar, but in the form of a wispy audio podcast. Uh, I'm getting thumbs down from the producer. That's we're what uh, ten seconds into the episode. Perfect. Uh, but welcome back to the show. If you've never listened to Call Me by Your Game, uh, this is a video game podcast where I like to sit down with someone and uh, talk to them about a video game that is special to them from their past, and we get into why. We talk as much about what makes the game in their eyes or in the public's eyes great and fun and awesome as and uh, as much about that as what made the experience special and what was fun for them, what they remember about playing, and we just dive into all that fun stuff. Um, so that's uh, enough about the show. Um, you know I'm doing a show. You know I'm doing a game. You know there's a guest. Why don't we meet that guest? Welcome to the show, PJ McCormick. Hello, Connor. Thank you for having me. See, this is it's great because that's how I normally hear your voice. I know most people hear your normal, like charming, like semi-deep voice. I can turn it on. I, I can turn it on. <laughs> but thank you. So that's the, your stage voice is the one you're using now. Yeah, this is my stage voice. Wow. Uh, yeah. I usually uh, talk to my girlfriend um, as if I've been stuck under the stairwell my whole life. <laughs> I was going to ask, is that like sometimes you'll wake up and you'll accidentally use that voice and forget? Con, I was just doing a bit. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, well, uh, welcome. Uh, if you don't know, PJ, PJ is a comedian and an improviser in Los Angeles, California. Um, and today, uh, the game that PJ wanted to talk about is Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Genesis. Yeah, this game, um, this was very special, uh, cause it kind of kickstarted my, um, my infatuation with console gaming. This is the first game on the first console I ever owned. Um, before that, I played a lot of like PC games that my dad, he would like illegally download from like <laughs> Russia because um, he worked in Russia and so he would get all these like weird PC games and like I would play them and sometimes they had pornography on them jackpot yeah <laughs> uh, like let's just let's get into it uh, one of the games it was like a, a, a there was a girl in a bikini and then you could like use the mouse pointer and then take her bikini off and then shave her <laughs> Oh, you're a groom. This was Grooming Simulator 2000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was that was like one of my first games I played, and then like, and then I was like, oh wait, they have like fun console games. <laughs> oh, there's like game like not perverted stuff. Yeah, out there. yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, like this why was... people like are afraid of video games. They think it's all smut, all taking bikinis off and shaving. <laughs> I, yeah, it was so weird. It was like one of those like it was like a compilation CD with like burned illegal games mm. from Russia. Because my dad he worked in the oil industry, so he would spend like three months in Russia and then come home for like three minutes and then go back. Um, and so whenever he came back, he would bring like new computer games, and they were just like really abstract and weird mm. things. Uh, but he did get me in a one strategy game called Zed or. Um, you would call it Z 
here in America. Ah, because um, this is when you lived in London. Yeah, yeah. This is cool. This is in England, <clears throat> and um, uh, it was like a strategy game where you played as like uh, um, uh, like robots, like red robots versus like blue robots. You okay. Know? It's kind of a lot, a lot like Halo, actually, when you think about it, because um, huh. Halo. Wasn't that originally meant? To, I'm drinking beer and I'm burping so much. <laughs> <laughs> Burp breaks. Uh, Halo was meant to be a strategy game. Right? Was it? I didn't know that. I Maybe. think it was meant to be like a, a what is it call, called? An RTS, right? Real time strategy game. And then they they uh, they made it there. Yeah, Z needs you. Wow. Yeah, that's the game. Thanks for pulling that up on the computer. Yeah, that That's brings cool. back a lot of memories, and they they had like full motion video, um, oh, like dang. between levels. Yeah. And it was like oh, that's, funny. That's not like an updated art. That's like from the game. It would have been like StarCraft era. Yeah. StarCraft. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, as I got older, um, I think, I think I moved to America in '96 to Texas, and I think a few years after that. Um, I got like a good grade. And so my, my dad, who was very strict with me growing up, um, like he was just like, all he wanted me to do was like do extra homework (laughs) that he would give me. Um, and he wanted me to read books like Treasure Island. Um, he ruined Harry Potter for me because I was like, "Oh, all these kids are, pl- are, are th- all these kids are reading this book, Harry Potter. It's about wizards. I kind of want to do it." He was like, "Okay, well, you're gonna have to read one chapter every night." And I was like, "I don't want to read this shit now. Like, now it's an assignment. You ruined it." Um, you could make the best thing an assignment, and it would suck. I know. I know. Thank God he didn't do it with this because he was totally against me playing video games. But I think I made like all A's. And mm-hmm. so he let me go to Funko Land Woo! before it became GameStop, right? I don't know who or, no, or where they got. It might have been Funko Land or EB Games. Okay. Because those were the two competing video game stores. EB Games was originally Electronics Boutique. Mm-hmm. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was at First Colony Mall. And I would go there check out the games but i could never get one uh but they let me get a used sega genesis and um i remember um i think it came with the third party controller and then we took it home and we tried plugging it into our 13 inch like tiny television <laughs> set with like the vcr built into the yes. bottom of it oh. you know and there was no connection to plug it in all it had was the um, the RF receiver, yeah. I think. So we had to get an adapter for it to play Sega Genesis. And, like, of course, I had to wait till the next day, you know, because my dad wasn't going to go get it. Oh, um, so what? It, I, I had the console <laughs> at home, and I didn't get to play it when I brought it home. It that was a nightmare. is the ultimate blue balls, is, <laughs> yeah. video, is video game blue balls. I was rated a nut so bad <laughs> <laughs> for Sonic. Um, and it was cool. Speaking of blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, like, it was... Uh, I went with Sega over Super Nintendo mm-hmm. because I just thought it was like edgier and I've always been like a like an edge lord, you know. You have so, been an edge lord. I know. And like um 
just like just seeing Sonic's like natural scowl when he looks uh-huh. at you, I was like, "That's my guy." That I mean, their marketing worked perfect on you because that Absolutely. was the whole thing was that like Sega does what Nintendo don't. It's we're fast, we're cool, we're edgy. We fingered someone before. Yeah, um, that's like <laughs> I apologize for anyone listening to this, uh, but th- that's like what they were what they were doing. So it worked. Meanwhile, you can imagine what uh, console family I was. You apart. were a Super Nintendo. I, kid, I, I was. Yeah. I was a little. Cute, I was a little happy, pure Nintendo boy. Did you start with NES? I did. My so for as long as I can remember, when I gained consciousness, there was a Nintendo in our home. So we had the regular one. I think my dad got it from work. We didn't. We never had a Super Nintendo. I didn't even really. Oh. I don't even know if I knew it existed. Because by the time I w- by the time '96 rolled around, which is when the Nintendo 64 came out, yeah. I was like five, six years old. So that's what I wanted. I didn't get that for two years, but uh, mm. but no, I had a, and I had a Game Boy too. But yeah, always a Nintendo kid. I think I had a Game Boy. Okay, I had a Game Boy when I was a kid. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I think that came after the Genesis. What um do you remember? Like what? Ga- well, I think you've told me you played like Link's Awakening on the Game Boy. Yeah, I played Link's Awakening, the um, DX version. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that the color version? Yes, it had a black so, cart and then like an extra dungeon. I think I actually had the original Game oh, Boy though. Cool. Um, but then they made like the more compact version and then I got Pokemon. Red or um, blue for you. Do you remember? Blue. Blue, blue boy. Were you a blue boy? Blue boy, blue boy, blue boy. Blue boy? I, I, for me, it was like, boy? I was a red boy. Okay. I red. It just seems like everyone's into red. Yes. Like red mm-hmm. Power Rangers, the cool one, the red Ninja Turtle, Raphael. He's the cool one. Yeah. I was always, uh, Leonardo. You oh know what I mean? yeah. I was always like. Like blue just seemed like a um, uh, like second in command mm-hmm. kind of color, you know. And I'm like, I never want to be the leader. Sure, I want to be the outcast. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, so that was what Bul- Bulbasaur? No, Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking rebel. So he was a little. I mean, they had the whole. Even in the anime, they had Squirtle Squad, which was like this uh, ragtag bunch of n- no. No gooders. <laughs> Would you say that no gooders? But uh, I watched the cartoon a lot too. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that it was perfect because that came out in the U.S. like the same year that the game came out because it was already out in Japan. But yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you so you you guys obviously you had to wait for this adapter. Yeah. Did you and you you got Sonic Two with that same night? So did you? Yeah, you also had yeah. Sonic Wait. You said that right? Yeah. yeah. I mean the 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 sales rep or whatever the employee was kind enough to be like you have to buy a game with it it didn't come <laughs> built in yeah um so i think i just i picked sonic 2 you know i think he had it on demo oh cool and so i demoed oh. it a little bit with the employee and i was like yeah this is fine i'll mm-hmm. take this yeah because I didn't know anything. I didn't yeah. know any better. All I knew was, like, my friends played a lot of video games. And, you know, I would go to, like, my buddy, um, Teddy Long. Te- no, Teddy Long is a pro wrestling manager. Uh, <laughs> uh, but his name was Teddy, and he had a Genesis. And I would go over to his place and play Maximum Carnage. Oh, yes. Um, oh, my gosh. And Altered Beast. Yeah. Um, 
And he may have had Sonic as well. I don't remember that. But yeah, when I demoed it, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take this. this and seems that seems cool. like a game that your parents would let you buy as opposed to like a game called Altered <laughs> Beast or Maximum <laughs> Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Like Altered Beast, like you start the game as a naked buff guy <laughs> and then you turn into like uh uh some kind of like wolf bear yeah um <laughs> thing i don't know uh but yeah like that was definitely cartoony enough um miles seemed cute to me yes. i always liked my uh tails yeah. i don't know why i'm always so formal with it's his because name. you're it's like i mean i get it because sometimes when i when i hear people refer to celebrities by their first name when they <laughs> do not know them it always yeah. does in the back of my mind make me annoyed so i am glad you're not calling tails tails yeah. you're calling him by his first name miles like for yeah. example my parents were at a golf tournament yesterday just watching it was like some celebrity pro-am uh up the coast and my parents were like close enough to bill murray to where they he like bought a pizza and had it delivered and like get, just gave pizza to the people in the crowd and i talked to my mom on the phone about it today and she was like yeah and then bill ordered this pizza and i was like <laughs> mom you can't call him that is bill murray okay yeah. Uh, that's so I appreciate the respect you're showing tales. <laughs> yeah. I have major restraint. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, are you going to, this is a totally off topic. Any plans because we are six days out from this is, a, I mean, we're, we're, we are recording this at an appropriate time. We're not releasing this at an appropriate time. Uh, the Sonic movie. Sonic the Hedgehog. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like garbage to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, aside from like the CGI stuff that they have to change with it, it's not meant to be a movie. Like Sonic lives in his own world where um, it has like the cool like what red and yellow bricks, you uh -huh. know, and like. <laughs> everything's a half pipe and yes. you know i'm like why would sonic live in our world like how is that interesting at all and then they bring jim carrey in it's like i like him jim carrey's fine but like he's not dr robotnik you know he's his own cartoon that he's playing i don't imagine jim carrey sitting there playing sonic the hedgehog when he was younger <laughs> you know when he was like thirsty for a career in acting yeah. you know i just don't see it so like it, it it's just a, it's a movie made by uh business suits that are like oh well here's a franchise that we could capitalize on and i'm i have no interest in i have no interest in giving those people money sure you know yeah. what i mean mm -hmm. it's not art this is a cash grab i don't give a shit about it if they make uh another super mario movie same thing, you know? Like oh, like they games. did, like how they made the first, the old one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so bad. Like, I, I just feel like, I mean, this is getting into like a deeper subject, but like, like, how do people not know that they're getting used, right? Like, you're, you're it's just, just like you're getting some, played for money. It's either A, I feel like sometimes it's A, hope that it will be good, blind hope, or B, you're like, I know it's going to suck. I'm going to go see it. That was like how I felt about the Detective Pikachu movie last year. I, I watched it on a, I think I watched it on a plane. Nice. Some people really liked it. I was pretty mediocre to negative on it. I, and I know it was supposed to just be a fun movie yeah. with, and it, 
but there was a lot that bothered me about it. And just so many times where we, we did a whole episode on Jeremy's podcast about it, but it was just like so many times where I was, it wasn't even like, this is bad. I would just look next to me at like Mikey Stevens and be like, what is happening right yeah, now? Cause he got so like emotional and like sentimental at parts. And I'm like, just, fight <laughs> fight each other already well all that said there's a chance i go see sonic so yeah. but, I, but i won't ask you to go i promise it looks so bad it just looks like a bunch of like hack jokes after hack jokes yeah the trailers um, don't do it any favors for sure yeah the and best i think the best case scenario is it's they're showing the worst parts in the trailer and it's pretty good i or it's good it's decent <laughs> yeah and then Sonic has like a human friend. Yes. Oh What's man. What's that about? Like some fucking sheriff? I, I, mean, I think they just have to connect. I mean, it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not on board with that either. But I'm sure they're like, let's connect him to the human world. And he that's has to- what I hate. Yeah. Okay. If we're gonna make it. Okay. If Mario. If they make a Mario. <laughs> uh, uh, Illumination, right? Yes. Illumination's making a Super Mario yeah. movie. If they make a Super Mario movie within the Super Mario universe, and Goombas are just little goombas that you stomp on and like they don't change they don't put any humans in it i'll watch it yeah but when they start implementing humans like fucking shia labeouf in transformers like i know the original had a kid in it sure but he wasn't the focal point you know yeah we never saw him like fixing up his car uh on the cartoon like stop trying to bring humans into these child franchises we <laughs> we loved these child franchises when we were kids because it was an escape from reality stop Putting reality in our child franchises. Now nobody knows this, but this is the whole reason I asked PJ to come on the show today <laughs> was uh, was to hear this. But it's so frustrating. But I think you make some very valid points. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Also, um, Shia, if you're listening, which I always hope you are. Oh, you and Shia home. are friends. We're You're friends. on a first name basis. Yeah, Shia, now. Shia and I are are buddies. Uh, now I'm just always hoping uh, that he's that he's out there listening. <laughs> There's a chance he he does he does interesting weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll check. Cool. Jeremy's gonna check. <laughs> cool. Um, well, great. Um, also, I don't think we set it up top, and it really doesn't matter. But PJ and I know each. I, I usually like to be like, "This is how I know each other," but we know each other because we we met in the improv community. We are on mess hall at the same time, yeah. almost three years ago is when we got put on those teams, which yeah. is bonkers. And now we're on uh, Harold Team Jetset together. Yeah, yeah, you were on Busters. Yes, and I was on uh, Bomb Pop. Bomb Pop, baby. Yeah. It was a fun semester. It was great. I, I call mess hall. A- semester well they it's half a I, year it well i tell new students like it's grad school yeah you get you you take the ucb classes you learn how to do it and then you graduate on a mess hall and then you get you know you feel out a crowd and then from that uh maybe you get on again yeah <laughs> like me uh, <laughs> and then finally like yeah you get in front of harold you get on harold night and then you still have no idea how to act in front of an audience <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Well, um, let's get into a little bit of, I feel like I've got an idea of how you got into games. Um, and, and then, uh, but, 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 well, it's, it, let's get in it. <clears throat> it's an escape, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I grew up in, so I went from England. Um, I grew up, I, I was born in, um, Croxley, 
uh, in in Hertfordshire in England. And then when I was nine, I moved to <sighs> Sugarland, Sugar Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest sigh we've had on the show yet. A genuine sigh. Yeah. Because back then it was nothing but farmland. Um, and then there was like a town square and I couldn't drive so I could never go there. There was nothing to do. And I just hung out with my friends like Marlon Brazel and um, Kalechi and uh, Daryl. Um, but like we had nothing to do. All we had was our cul-de-sac and there was like a little field out in the road that we could uh, like run around and play maybe football or just like tag or something. Mm-hmm. And then they built a fucking road over that field. So we had nothing to do. Oh, so for me, I was always looking for an escape, you know? And like, I, spe- I mean that you've, I've heard you talk about it before. You don't have to touch on it at all. You could touch on it as much as you want, but like as a little English kid moving to Texas with like, that's, that had its own set of circumstances. It was awful. I was an Asian kid with a British accent in the third grade, and my dad put me in the fifth grade. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, because in England, like you graduate when you're 16, and then you go to, um, like in primary school, you, you leave primary school at 16, and then you go to college, and then from that, you go to university. Yes. So he was like, well, you're going to, keep doing that so when i was in the third grade he put me in the fifth grade and then i cried because i didn't know how to do long division mm-hmm. and all the girls were like growing breasts around me <laughs> <laughs> um so then he brought me home and then he put me back in third grade the next day so like Texas, that's a lot very like, that's a lot of confusing stuff happening at one time it was it was a lot man like i felt i've never felt I've never felt like I belonged anywhere. <clears throat> like even in England, like I was like one of the only few Asian Filipino people in my small hometown of mm-hmm. Croxley. Everyone else was white. Like there's a picture of like my class and like I'm the only not white kid. Yeah. You know? Um and like uh so like growing up in Texas nothing to do i think like i i would like hang out with kids that had video games and i was like that's it that's my escape you know like uh so like all i wanted when i was a kid was to get a console yeah you know and you know i still play it to this day i love video games i'm i'm proud of it yeah (laughs) you've had you have i know you have a switch Mm -hmm. and a ps4 ps4 um do you still play computer games at all uh, no, no, I don't PC game. I have a MacBook. Um, Same here. Yeah. But uh, like in the past, I've owned, I had the PS1, the PS2, the PS3, the PS4. Um, I've had an Xbox 360 at one point. Okay. And I'm usually like anti-Microsoft. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, like they just copy everything. Um, and, but I had that so I could play like online games with some mm-hmm. of my friends. I used to work at the Apple store in Texas. Oh, that's right. Um, so like I was just like, like, you know, uh, shoulder deep with like other nerds. Like yeah. Me. <clears throat> so we would play, um, play that. Oh, I had a Wii and uh, nice. I had a Wii and that's when I went back and I played all the old Nintendo games. Um, I, I got the virtual console games oh. and I played every Mario game. Um, 
and like all the Zeldas, everything. Uh, I love those Nintendo games. I love innovators. They were the, oh, absolutely, and 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 at the same time, like just with the virtual console, it was kind of the first. It the at least it was the first time I had access to older games in an easy. Yeah. I guess legal way, but also it was fun because it was you're playing on your console and not on a computer. It's a shame what happened to it though. I now am it, pretty bummed out. You're, you're they're um they're like kind of like drip releasing games for just the NES right now on the Switch Online thing, and I have the Switch Online service because I got it through. Twitch, which is a service oh, yes. through Amazon Prime, which I have you get like a year free. Yeah, and I. I don't touch it. They have, I will say, as of September, they now have SNES games. Oh, they do. But they they do, which is great. And some of the, I mean, a handful of the greatest ones ever. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a pretty good set. The problem is, uh, you might remember when they were doing the NES, especially at first, it was like every month they released like three games. Uh, they like were, on the virtual console or on the on the any the Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, okay. They would release like three new games, so the library kept growing and growing and growing. There's like 60 or something or more NES games, I want to say, around there. But they did, they, they're retreading the same ground that yes. they did with the Wii. And so for me, having experienced like that, the, the wonderful, uh, uh, experience of like the Wii virtual console and all the Wii games, mm-hmm. like now that they're doing it all over again and you can't take those past purchases and use them for the switch i think i find it very dodgy and um um uh i think they're taking advantage of like their consumers and i know like i read somewhere that there's been some issues with like the like the server that they use is compatible with the server of the nintendo switch online Mm. but for them to drip release games like they are it's a business tactic. I see right through it. They could well. I'm I'm for the most part with you. Here's what I think they could do, and I wish they did. Was they had a model where if you wanted, you could have a sort of like a Netflix like streaming service, like they do, yeah. where it's basically like you do pay a yearly fee, which it's pretty cheap, but still a yearly fee, and you have these games, or you also have the option to buy them individually to have them forever. Like you could you could buy Super Mario Three. And keep it forever, yeah. or you could just have this streaming service. I don't think I don't think in today's business culture you own anything forever anymore. Everything is rented. Um, as long as that device or service it exists, you get to own it for that period of time. But today, even if you outright buy something, I don't think that you actually own it, and that's because like physical media doesn't exist anymore. You know, which is such a shame. And uh, isn't Microsoft they one of their lower tier consoles? The rumor is it's going to be discless. Yes, and I think the one one of their consoles already is like one of the Xbox One models now. I believe functions like that. There's not a disc port. Well, we're we're sacrificing ownership for convenience now. Yes, and like I don't know, I'm. And we I'm come from a time, well, I, and I, I mean, I do have an issue with it. I like collecting games. Like you've, you've been over recently, and I showed you a bunch of my Game Boy games, yeah. my SNES stuff. Like Jeremy it. and I have the same addiction. Um, so that bothers me too. Um, yeah, like what do you collect? Like what do you show off in your collection now? Receipts. <laughs> so I and I, but I'm still like a physical game buyer 
almost for ninety percent of the time. Yeah, I'll buy yeah. like physical Switch games. But I've I've been thinking about it recently. Uh, and and what a tangent are we on? But I've been I've been thinking <laughs> about it. And for some of these games that come out and need either an enormous patch or that's like, hey, here's the game, but it's actually just a digital download or here's a cartridge, but you'd still need to download this many gigabytes of stuff. Yeah. What if in like, I mean, in 10 years, you have a Nintendo Switch and, or like whatever, say 15 years, you have a Switch, you get The Witcher 3 or Overwatch and it's like, oh, these servers aren't active anymore. You're not going to yeah. be able to get this game. Exactly. So, I mean, that's... That's the that's one one road that this whole new new I guess uh, wave of stuff goes down that bothers me. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I know what you're saying with the yeah. Witcher Three on uh, the Nintendo Switch. You can down you the cartridge is um, it's more of like a ceremonial piece, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like because you can't like you have to have an internet connection to download the rest of the game uh, because the cartridges for the Switch are so expensive. Um, that the publishers don't make that money back. Like, they could get a cheaper, like, 16-gigabyte card instead of, like, the big 32-gigabyte mm-hmm. card that costs more and then just have them download it all. So, like, what happens, yeah, in the future when it's, like, you know, you got some young, you know, brash YouTuber that's, like, into uh, uh, nostalgia and then they, like, plug in a game cartridge and like this it it's, it's like, like you can't play it yeah. <laughs> shit yeah it's a it's a bummer uh, uh again there's some things the uh, some convenience things that i like about it but a lot of it is uh especially because we come from an era where we just had the shit so it's a bummer well also we came from an era where when you buy the game that's the game yeah no patches no patches yeah no, no going back and fixing it like uh, like that Anthem game. Oh right? yeah, like that disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never played it. I watched videos of it. Um, but yeah, they had to go back and like patch so many things because it was like so buggy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, man, I, I really miss the days when like you know you would get Sonic Two. Yeah, and it is Sonic Two. It'll never change. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but there's something weird about like making a creative piece of art and then like, like, could you imagine like getting like a Picasso painting and yeah. putting it in a museum and then Picasso comes back and it's like, I just want to make a little adjustment. That's like, <laughs> that's like when Kanye was, Kanye, how many versions of, uh, what, what was the album he released in 2016, which I actually really liked a lot, uh, it a lot. Um, 2016. He like released so many versions of this album. Uh, frick, I'm going to look it up really quick. Um, uh, I don't know, but that, uh, that not the most recent one. The one before that was brilliant. I loved, um, Oh, uh, uh I'm thinking the life of Pablo. You, the album you that came before that that you liked was yeah. which was like at the when I first listened to it I wasn't like hot on it but oh I I thought it was brilliant because it was like a the best of of everything that he's ever done um it, it was like a tribute to his own work and 
that's what Kanye's all about. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus, of course. How could I forget? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Shoot. Well, well, that's the first uh, Kanye talk segment uh, we've ever had. We we always, uh, if you, just in case you haven't listened to an episode where we've had this PJ, we always have a new segment on the show that that I that I pitch as a normal segment, but we'll never do again. And that's the Kanye <laughs> talk segment. You know, Kanye will probably show up someday. Um, well, we can circle back to Sonic because yes. Michael Jackson, who uh, I don't know if we can even talk about him anymore, yeah, right. but like he, uh, the rumor was he was going to do music for Sonic the Hedgehog, the original game that didn't come th- that didn't work out. But then I think he did give them like a demo or something for Sonic three and it ended up like staying in the game, but he like but wasn't. It wasn't credited to yeah. him. Yeah. And there was a thing with like John, I almost said John legend, John Lennon's son where didn't what oh, yeah, it, for the Simpsons, for the Simpsons yeah, uh, Sean Lennon is singing all of Michael Jackson's parts in the happy birthday, Lisa song. Yes. Like Michael, Who? Uh, Sean Lennon is John Lennon's son. Oh, so yeah. So they got him to sing that Happy Birthday Lisa song for The Simpsons. But Sean Lennon? Sean Lennon. He does a... I never heard that. I know yeah. that they got someone else to do his audio because they couldn't get... Uh, it's him talking, but not him singing. They, he legally couldn't sing. Yeah. Him, he could talk. Oh yeah, but John Lennon's son did it. <laughs> did the vo- did the singing part? Yeah. <laughs> what? Isn't that wacky? Yeah. I mean, like Michael Jackson's got such a distinct vocal sound, and John Lennon also has <laughs> a, such a distinct vocal sound. Whoever thought like you could like make them? He's the chosen the one. Two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. I John never knew Lennon's that. A really weird guy. Like yeah, I've heard. Guy. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I would guess the son of John Lennon, or John, I did it again. John Lennon <laughs> would be. Um, let's, well, like you said, we're circling back to Sonic a Do little bit. Do you think bit. Michael Jackson did it? <laughs> <laughs> this is the second thing PJ actually told me he wanted to do for the show was, uh, did Michael do it? Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. You think so? I think so. I yeah, watched that absolutely. documentary. It was very convincing. It was very that convincing. It, that he didn't? Yeah. No, that that he did. Oh yeah, uh, that he was molesting kids. Yeah. Um, and like, I last night I was procrastinating. I was in a I'm in a scene study class, and I had to like memorize um like a play, True West, and I was procrastinating, and like I was on YouTube, and like a Michael Jackson video came up about the Super Bowl, and I was like. Oh, Am I about to go I down was conflicted. I was conflicted because I was like, man, I can't listen to this guy's music, but fuck, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's still so good. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just one of those things where you got to separate the artist from the, uh, the art, you know? It's definitely confusing. <sighs> Such a shame. Well, back to some, so yeah, perfect. Michael Jackson is actually, did you know it's actually not Ben Schwartz in the new Sonic movie? It's actually like old, uh, like they piece, they're piecing together interviews from Michael Jackson and it's going to be, that's the voice of Sonic. It's not Ben Schwartz. This is a bit. This is a bit. <laughs> this is a bad desperate bit for me just like trying to get back to the Sonic talk. <laughs> Sonic talk. Back to Sonic talk. Okay, cool. I know how you got this game. Um, 
I'm I'm steering hard back into it. Dad's pulling over hard. I hate how satisfied both of you are right now. Um, I know how you got this game. Tell me about like anything you remember, like around, like what you loved about the game itself, or like and what you might remember. Maybe some of it jogged your memory. But yeah, today, the the art style was so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like the tile bricks uh, that you could like crush, that you could break through, yeah. and like how they. Uh, they broke away. We were talking about this earlier, like the the parallax motion yeah. of uh, the background of the game. I thought, like artistically, it is such a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Like it really showcases like th- how the Genesis had such a, a a graphical advantage over the Super Nintendo. Like it was undeniable. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't get those kind of sprites um, and effects from the Super Nintendo. Um, like that Sonic. And the tail sprite, and and the Robotnik are really good. Yeah, they're not like, that pixely. They look a lot closer to something like we see in uh, Donkey Kong Country with the pre-rendered yeah, sprites. Yeah, yeah, a lot closer. Which is like the I mean Nintendo. The whole reason they made Donkey Kong Country was to like stay afloat and compete there. Wasn't that crazy? Donkey Kong Country, like people thought it was like actually 3D. People didn't know how they did that. Yeah. Um, but they just took like actual 3D models from like supercomputers back then mm-hmm. and then like basically did a screenshot of them and then put them in the game. Yeah. Um, but I remember um <clears throat> this is kind of a fucked up story. Hey, we've we've already gone there on this episode. <laughs> so when I was a kid, um, I I was like growing up in England, and I would go visit my mom's best friend, and um, she had four sons, and one of them, Liarco, um, he was so nice to me. He was such a sweetheart to me, and um. We would play Donkey Kong Country at his place, and we would play, like, Street Fighter, and, like, his brothers would try to, like, bully me a little bit, but uh-huh. he would always protect me, you know? And uh-huh. I just loved going over there and playing Super Nintendo. And I remember going there, and um, uh, he wasn't there anymore. And I remember... Uh, like, got, one day you went there and he just wasn't there? Yeah, I didn't okay. know what was going on. And I got a phone call from him. Um, Like, we were at their place, and and he had phoned them, and he was going around talking to everyone, and then they handed the phone to me. And I was like, hey, Uncle Learco, how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm on a long vacation right now, long holiday, but I love you. I miss you. And I was like, I want to play Donkey Kong with you. How old is Uncle Learco? He must have been about 15. Okay, cool. And I must have been around yeah, seven, eight, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, what had happened is he uh, allegedly murdered his principal. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, this is a true story. And um, he... Uh, 
he he claimed in court that he was taking the fall because he was like part of a like a gang if you will mm-hmm. you know kind of like a triad gang or like some kind of filipino gang something mm-hmm. like that this is in like inner city london right and um uh the headmaster got stabbed in the heart and he got arrested meanwhile the guys that he claimed that did it got on a plane and went back to Philippines, like oh, two wow. guys. Um, so he, and I don't know the truth behind it or yeah. anything, but like he was convicted, went to prison and like, there was a lot of media around it. And then a few years wow. after that, I ended up leaving um, Texas. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I ended up leaving England to Texas. It wasn't related because my dad got sure. a job, but like, that was like a piece of, like my my history that I found out about later, like I oh, lived yeah. it, but I didn't know what was mm-hmm. going on until later when I was like in my teens. Um, I found out that he was convicted for um, murder, uh, but I always remembered playing Donkey Kong Country with him when I was a kid, and I had nothing but good memories with him. And it's it's crazy, like to think to go back and think about that. And he just got released last year. Whoa! Yeah. Oh my it was goodness! A, it was a huge story um, in England, like to the point where like paparazzi were like, um, like listening in on my mom or like following my mom, something like that. Um, and we had to like wait. Stop how did you know Learco's family? Were they just another my, Filipino my mom's family? Best friend from Philippines. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no yeah. way! Wow! Amazing! That is crazy. I mean, yeah. it's funny. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of times in life, like when people do, like huge, either small or huge bad things, like your experience with that person might just be all positive. Yeah. And then yeah. you forget, like that we're all that, like not to. I'm not gonna like trying to like. I guess I am humanizing this person a little bit. Uh, is that we're all capable of bad stuff, Absolutely. whether it's like a small like transgression or like a huge or murdering somebody, whatever the yeah. case was. Um, so like, cause yeah, he'll be like, Oh, my experience of this person was like, like all great. And someone's like, well, they were actually a huge asshole to me yeah. all the time. It's like, Oh yeah. I well, guess you never Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy. Um, and I'm, I'm not comparing like Learco to Ted Bundy, like this massive serial killer. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know the truth behind that story, mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't know the truth behind Learco's experience, but uh, like Ted Bundy, he uh, he worked in a uh, like a suicide hotline, and he would like help people that were um, uh, thinking of committing suicide. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, fine. You know what? I'm ex- extremely happy you said that because finally we've pivoted this into the Ted Bundy podcast. I was <laughs> hoping it would become. Yes. Uh, th- th- that, you know, that is a, that is a, ret- a running segment on this show or a fake thing that I'll do is be like, oh yeah, finally this is the podcast it was meant to be. This has all been like a big foil. That's pretty wild though, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man. Crazy. Uh, whoo. Thank you, pre-rendered sprites, for getting us there. Uh, thank you, love, you Golden Road that. and Miller Lite for letting me talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are our sponsors for the show. Uh, amazing. Um, so, yeah, it would. The, but back to the Sonic graphics, which is how we got there. <laughs> you see, this is going to be me. See, that's my job on the show is like to return us to to there. Yeah. Um, 
uh yeah it was spectacular it still looks great um it's beautiful it's bright um i'm like you were saying earlier you were telling me while we were playing this game that the whole point of the like one of the best parts of that this game if not like the the highlight is going fast and zooming through levels yeah but they sacrifice puzzles for that so like you could endlessly mindlessly play sonic and like it doesn't really stimulate um like the parts of your brain for problem solving you know Mm. it's mostly just like get from point a to point b uh and so like that i felt like that was kind of like a I feel like that's why Sonic as a franchise within video games didn't really survive much because yeah. it relied so much on speed and simulating a roller coaster experience. It didn't really favor towards um, uh, like complexities yeah. like in level design. Totally. Um, it also, because it does just move so fast in parts that it's hard to translate that, I guess, to a larger scale or a 3D scale. Or I was even noticing when you were doing, um, when you were using some of the, I don't know if it was like a spin dash or some super speed you got, but it was moving so, Sonic was moving so fast that he was like passing the screen almost. Yeah, he was and like it, uh, like moving a frame beyond where he should have been. Yes. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, maybe that's why they've always they've continuously just had trouble translating this franchise to the future. Like yeah, this game, it it just it it never seemed like it got past the two D games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fun fact: after Sonic Two, you know what the sequel was? It wasn't Sonic Three. It was Sonic Three D Blast. Oh yeah, that was the actual sequel after Sonic Two, and it wasn't as good. I remember buying that game, and I was like, "What am I playing right now? This is bad." <laughs> is that the one where it's? I mean, it's like a third-person three D perspective of Sonic. Yeah, <clears throat> it's kind of like looking down. Um, yes, I don't know how to describe. It's kind of oh like isometric Super Mario RPG. Yeah, isometric. Uh, perspective. This is one of the games yeah. that I had on that Sonic CD on the K- PC that I told you about. Yeah, I yeah. played this game, but it doesn't mm, hold up. Yeah, I don't remember wanting to play it much. I liked playing Sonic Two because it had. I, lo- I always thought Tails was so cool. Can I pee real quick? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so bad. I drank two beers back. <laughs> Hang on one sec. I'm like squirming in my. Go seat. for it, buddy. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that you were like. Finally, the Ted Bundy podcast. <laughs> That's a joke I like to do on this show, where I say it's like this podcast. I just uh, have to call out. I have to call those things out because yeah. I because also it's so funny doing so many episodes. Even not so many. This is like our fourteenth episode now, not including the one I did. So this is actually like the fifteenth recording we've technically done. I forget sometimes. W- and I have a pretty good robot memory with this shit, yeah. but I'll forget. So when I did that, I remembered, oh, yeah, I've made this joke before. Like snowboarding. I think I did it on the Kimmy episode. I was like, finally, it's a snowboarding podcast. Oh, so I'm just like, if I can remember those things, I'm going to try to call them out so the listener doesn't think I'm an idiot. Because yeah, yeah, like yeah. when I listen to podcasts, like whether it's Retronauts or something and else, keep the same joke. I'm like, I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so funny. That's the thing I like to do on this show is that I <laughs> yeah. that's like, he has to. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Dude, that is wild. I didn't expect to hear that. No. Oh, my goodness. No. That, is, that is a crazy... 
Well, they're bringing my boy on. I should have been ready for anything. Should have been ready for anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Have you played 3D Blast before? Oh yeah. It's it it's a real. Story. Oh, it reminds me of the Kirby Golf game. Yeah, which is actually better than. That's a that is a good game. Yes. That I don't know how to play. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. neither. It's people on the it's classic it, too. I know, and people love it. They swear by it. But okay, I'm back. <laughs> And we had and, and back with and was twenty a thirty three percent more cuteness in the room. Oh my god, I love with this Lily, dog. she's so perfect. Ah, uh, well. Um. Anyway, I think where we left off was me just being like, "This is I remember playing this on the Sega CD, and I loved Tails. I thought Tails was such a cool addition to this game because yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it seems incomplete without tails to me now i'm like oh yeah you always have tails yeah well they wanted to introduce a two-player element to the game but the uh, the original sonic game only had one character so they i think they held a contest at sega um to find a new character and and this like by uh tailed by tailed creature <laughs> this fox one um and I told you this earlier, but yeah, his full name is Miles Prowler, which is a play on miles per hour. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Sonic's got jokes too, everybody. <laughs> Not just Mario. But I used to think that uh, Sonic being a hedgehog was like ironic because mm-hmm. I thought like hedgehogs are slow, <laughs> but uh, they're actually fast. They can run up to six miles per hour. Wow, that's like three miles per hour faster than I would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when you look at new animals, uh, you just you uh, you distinguish them by how fast they. Go. Oh, absolutely! Oh my god, that was a bad label. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> hey, that's okay. You don't, we don't. Yeah, okay, now do a three minute scene with that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> see that bird up there? I bet. How it many goes. animal walk-ons are we gonna have? <laughs> They're all animals. What do you think of that one? <laughs> I see this scene crushing and us getting uh, just immediately made a weekend team based on it. Man, I just remember my the core level classes, how many white men I've seen playing animals. <laughs> That's all I, I think I do want to see a rainforest of all the white male improvisers who've done that, myself included. I would be, I wonder what animal I would be from my choices. Oh, goodness. Echidna. Oh, hey, speaking of. Speaking of. A, per- uh, a character who doesn't make an appearance on this game. Yeah, but. Uh, was he, planned for, right? He can, right? Was it through, like, glitching? Well, uh, Sonic and Knuckles um, had. It was like a top loading cartridge where you could plug in Sonic 2 and Sonic 3. So you could actually go back and play Sonic 2 as Knuckles. Is this with one of like the Sega Genesis million add ons they did? Like that you could like add shit onto the yeah, console? But the game Sonic and Knuckles had it built into the cartridge. I oh. think it was the only game that had it. Amazing. Besides maybe like the Game Shark. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Very cool. You look to us like we were going to fact check you right there, but I don't know if either of us know the answer to that. Well, what is it? What's the question? Uh, I don't think any other game had the top loading um, cartridge to plug in another game onto it um, besides Sonic and Knuckles and maybe the Game hmm. Shark. Yeah. Boom. That's a, oh, we're getting an affirmative there. Great. Thank you, producer of the pod, Jeremy Schmidt. <laughs> 
And we saw uh, like a, a grimacing type. So well, because he didn't even have a chance to look it up before you confirmed it. <laughs> you're like you're like Pete Buttigieg oh. <laughs> declaring victory. Uh, please don't compare me to fucking Mayor Pete. That guy's a sociopath. Like yeah. when I look at him, I'm like, there is there's no humanity behind the eyes. All I see is a, a goal in mind, right? Yeah. To be called Mr. President one day. And <laughs> I keep going on all these things. <laughs> but I'm like, all if he became president, all his presidency would be about is what is my legacy? Oh, yeah. That's it. It would not be for anything but that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I don't like him. I'm so sad I'm that the first... <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm so sad that the first politician I was compared to on this show is Mayor Pete. Mayor, ex-Mayor Pete. Oh, gross. Uh, anyway, um, uh, cool. What do you remember about playing this game? Um, do you remember like anything I remember, fond that you remember? Yeah, that, like, like inviting my friends over and they mm-hmm. could play as tails. Um, I thought that was great. Um, you know, it's just limiting because you can only play within the frame. Yeah. Um. It's not like it's a split screen and you're off on your own thing. Yeah, yeah. You're tethered to Sonic. You're tethered, yeah. Like the the uh, it wouldn't progress forward without Sonic. Mm-hmm. You know, wanting wanting yeah. to go forward. Yeah. You know, it was like being in a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I gotta ask my husband first <laughs> if we can move forward in the level. Um, uh, but yeah, that was fun. I mean, uh, what else did I like about it? Um, I thought, um, like, uh, Dr. Robotnik was cool to me. I thought he was such a good villain. Um, cause he was like this overweight guy that used machines to get around. Um, and I thought like, evil <laughs> <laughs> he was smart he was smart enough to create machines to like lift his body and like do amazing things like to like all the stuff he was capable of he just like let himself go and he made the machines take care of him very and then Wally. he would enslave uh cute like woodland creatures tiny little animals that i'm not sure what they actually are he represents capitalism Yes, he does. Doesn't he? Yeah the the skinny the long skinny legs of capitalism and the <laughs> and the and the fat top that's just waiting to peter over. Yeah, it's gonna collapse, ladies and gentlemen. He's like these animals. They don't have a conscience. They don't know what's happening to them. <laughs> Who cares? Put them in the cage. Put them in. Yeah. Shoot. Well, goodness. <laughs> I can't believe how much Jeremy is laughing right now. Uh, awesome. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about as far as like re- what you remember, like playing the game and like how, like the experience around that? You got you touched on a lot of really great stuff already. That it was like your first console, your your first game on your first console. So it really kicked you off. It must have been. I'm sure it was special in some way because like you still, it's still part of your part of your life, and it uh, was like a fun thing for you back then too. What do you mean it's still part of my life? You still play video games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Video games. I thought you, you meant you, you Sonic still, the Hedgehog. You still go... <laughs> like, I never stop playing it. You're, st- 
You still go to sleep at night and pray to uh, God and Sonic. Yeah, and Miles Prowler. And Miles Prowler. Um. Uh. I, yeah. It definitely kickstarted my my infatuation with console gaming. Um. I never went back to PC games after that. Mm. Um. And then I think like right after the, like the Genesis had some wonderful games that I loved. We played it earlier. Earthworm Jim and mm. Earthworm Jim Two. Those are some. That's those are. That's one of the greatest games ever, and I would love to see them bring it back like in a legitimate way. I think they tried making a new version hmm. of it, but it was like I feel like it was a mobile game or something. Yeah. Like it just didn't have the same spirit. But like the concept of Earthworm Jim was so funny. Um everything about it was like genuinely really funny. Yeah. He would use his head which is just his earthworm body as like a whip he would use it to like jump rope um, that was so funny that little idle animation yeah <laughs> that we saw in the video portion yeah so good um and they had like a really good cartoon um i remember they had like on the cartoon of earthworm jim they had a really good like naked gun-esque moment <laughs> where his nemesis the crow threw ice cream at him and it landed in earthworm jim's mouth and he went ah brain freeze <laughs> <laughs> um that was a really good game but then like yeah then after the genesis i think like the the playstation caught my eye mm -hmm. and um my first game on the playstation you would never guess what it was and i won't tekken 2 no, um, Small Soldiers. Yeah, that's a great game. <laughs> that's awesome. Shout out to the movie Small Soldiers, yeah. which I would like to share a quick anecdote. Uh, when I was eight and we drove down to Universal Studios, we went to Universal Studios for a day when I was a kid over the summer, and we took the studio tour. Have you been there before? Yeah, yeah. Um, we did Jimmy Fallon just hacking it up. But this was like back Hate when it. I think it was uh, uh, Whoopi. Oh, Goldberg that was like good. the person yeah. on the screen on the little tram. And what well, we drove by a set and then we could see into a stage where they were filming some movie and they're like, yeah, they're filming this movie coming out this year called small soldiers. So I was like <laughs> there when they were filming. Oh yeah, man. I love that movie as a kid. I had it on VHS. You were in the vicinity of like Kirsten Dunst. I know. Oh, and that was the last crush. time. Oh, oh, I loved her. I love her. I still do. Good. So this, <laughs> so this, this, this is cool. Sonic seems like it's not like you're super attached to doesn't seem at least like this is like your favorite favorite game of all time. But this was like a gateway to your enjoyment for these other things, even as something exactly. as immediate as like as Earthworm Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely like kickstarted my um, uh, my love for video games. Um, yeah, uh, like, you know, after Small Soldiers, I remember my second game on the PlayStation was Time Crisis. Did you ever play that? Yeah, I do. I think... No, I, I have played it, but um, not on the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, it was like an arcade game, but... Mm -hmm. uh, That's where I played it. <laughs> it was so funny because my 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 aunt, Aunt Dulcie, she gave my mom money because she was like, buy PJ a video game because uh, he has a PlayStation and he has one game. And so I remember my mom was like, you have to buy a video game. Stop playing small soldiers all the time. <laughs> and, and I never beat that game, right? And I was like, oh, I don't want to buy a new video game. And my mom forced me to buy a new video game. And so I was like, Ugh, 
I'll take the one with the gun. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> like you said. So yeah, like she had to buy me that game with the money that my aunt gave me. And um, it ended up being really cool. Like That's awesome. I, I was really into Time Crisis. And then from that, I, I discovered uh, Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. And that which which I should everything which I need to make uh, I've I've talked about it on the show before I'm I don't think you've listened yeah. to every episode but I need to make I've apologized to you in person I want to <laughs> I want to on pod apologize to you because uh, you had asked me when I was like hey do you want to do the show sometime first when I before I even I think I had only recorded the pilot and you were like hey can I do this game and I was like yeah I never wrote it down and I had already promised. Dear, dear, this is another soft shout out to Mikey Stevens that he could do it. And then when I looked at your name on the sheet, I saw no game by it. And I was like, I know we talked about a game yeah. and I think I know what game And then was. you did an hour podcast of Mikey going, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I like guns. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of cool. so. I'm a big pro gun guy. I don't know. I like it. That sounds just like that sounds just like. Meanwhile, uh, I grew up. I literally videotaped all the Metal Gear Solid games so I could watch them. Oh I, my goodness! I watched the cutscenes um, for fun because I I would sit there and I would study the story because it was so complex to me. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid was my Star Wars growing up. Wow. That's awesome. It was such a convoluted, clusterfuck of a story, but in my mind, I was like, this is state of the art. It was changing everything. And it did. It changed the industry. That game kickstarted like games being a cinematic experience Mm -hmm. versus just like a bunch of levels. Um, And then Metal Gear Solid 2 was crazy because the story of it. I mean, it completely took away the protagonist, Solid Snake, and made you play as like this whiny, bleached, blonde-haired kid <laughs> named Raiden, <clears throat> and then it subverted itself to where like it was no longer a game about like uh, beating a villain. It was a game where it deconstructed what uh, humanity was building towards which is like an ai controlled world where um technology and information or technology was controlling information which controls humans and i've never seen anything like that that was back it's in all 2001. too that's all too close to home right now it, that's what's happening now yeah, yeah that uh, shoot well first of all sh- you know what, Dude. Mike? My, my, we know two things about Mikey Stevens. He's pro gun, and he's pro he's pro uh, Iowa caucus bullshit. Mayor, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, that's me sneaking in that this is the week we the Iowa caucus happened, and that there was all this fishy stuff with him, so that people aren't like, oh, he's just shitting on Pete Buttigieg. That's Buttigieg me. Judge is awful. He's not human. No, he's but not a human um, anyway. Uh, let's move on to some fun stuff, some extra fun stuff to finish <laughs> off this episode. Do you feel ready to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And thank you for to. sharing all that. That was so fun. Honestly, and tr- I say this from the bottom of my fart. Uh, I meant to say heart, but in my head I said fart, and so I said fart out loud. Damn it. <laughs> As, uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, every episode is... It's so fun to see what what how that is shaped by the person that's on it and the tangents we went on. <laughs> thank you, PJ. <laughs> Truly. Because it wouldn't have been the same if if can you imagine you interviewing me on a show? I wouldn't. I, would I be wouldn't know different. what show I would host. <laughs> uh, the the 
what how my life changed when I cut my hair podcast because <laughs> you used to have long hair. Yeah. Um. So let's. So I've got a couple fun things we'll do before we wrap this up. The first one is the for this episode the fast me by your game segment which it's normally called fact me by your game but sonic goes fast so fast me by your game <laughs> so i've got two facts to share with you you may or may not know these um but the first is there were uh there are two there are a few levels that were scrapped from uh, sonic the hedgehog 2 um the two most notable ones uh i want to tell you about the first is a level called that was actually featured in the prototype a demo called hidden palace zone and another one, which you can probably guess why this wasn't in the game, called Genocide City Zone. <laughs> no. So code for Hidden Palace Zone actually still exists on the game. You can glitch your way to there, I but it's think all I've fucked seen up. That. Yeah. And like it's not an actual playable level. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a Genocide City Zone, it was named that because I guess there was like uh, confusion when translating from Japanese to English, like or the way that like the Japanese writers wrote it. Mm-hmm. But I think we can pretty much guess why. Well what was was the do you know what the original idea was i don't know <laughs> i haven't speculated it on wasn't that. like a mass human it's just a bunch of skeletons around and sonic's like still it's still the upbeat music and he's getting coins and stuff yeah and he's like denying it right yeah <laughs> oh good this good. isn't happening who knew that sonic was also a genocide denier yeah um the second fact i want to share with you that we know obviously we talked about the whole contest to create a new character that ended up becoming tails uh tails miles tails prowler was actually originally designed as two different animals before he was a fox the first one pretty obvious uh which i actually thought this was what tails was for the longest time is a flying squirrel which he was eventually, oh. and his design was eventually used for Ray the Flying Squirrel in the Sonic series. Yeah. 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 The second one is uh, something that's kind of similar, a little different, is a Tanuki, which is that like raccoon-like animal that was actually the suit that Mario has in Super Mario 3. Do you think that's connected? I think they cut it because... They scrapped it from Sonic and then Super Mario people took it? It was... Act- Mario had already done it in like 1988. Oh. Yeah. Um, but they were... I think they were like, you know, even though it's not like Tanuki is a Mario thing, it was so closely associated. I'm yeah. speculating that that's why they went away from it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Tanuki was a, uh, a species. Yes. it's a- In fact, Tom Nook from Animal Crossing... Do you know the Animal Crossing series? Yeah. He's the like the guy who always swindles you into buying a house then he's like hey you owe me money now he's a tanuki so there we are um that's it for the fact me by your game portion here's the last one this i always give game recommendations at the end of the show because like in the because uh, you're gonna need something to play after sonic 2 and like in the movie call me by your name when elio's relationship at end ends he eventually moves on to different relationships we don't see it on screen but like in your life when you break when you go through a breakup uh, you end up dating someone new. Sometimes that's like very similar to the person you were dating before. Sometimes it's someone wildly different. Sometimes it's a palate cleanser. Who knows? Um, the first one I want to give you is a more refined, oh, it was not a more refined, I would call this a different take on the Sonic series. Um, what's still being in the Sonic universe is a game I've played that I loved called Sonic Adventure 2, which is also very messy. Yeah. It's on the GameCube, uh, the Dreamcast, and maybe a few other consoles. Um, something uh, different featuring a classic blue mascot is Mega Man 11, which oh, you can get on yeah. the Switch and the PS4. The last thing, 
I wanted to recommend something to you that is equally fast. The only game that could ever possibly be as fast and dangerous as Son- as a Sonic game, and that is Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer for the Nintendo 64. Oh, did you ever play that game? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. It's a very fast game, and you do a lot of ship blowing up on accident. So it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that uh, I played Wipeout growing up. Okay, which is very similar. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, PJ, uh, before we get to plugs and please plug anything you want, thank you so much again for doing the show. It was really great to yeah, have you thank on. Thank you for having me. I love video games and like, <clears throat> yeah, like being able to talk about it. I'm like, uh, I, I was very excited to do this. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you buddy so much. Uh, is there anything that you would like to plug, plug whatever you would like? No. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, that's the second no we've gotten. Um, uh, f- I would like to uh, plug a few things because this show is produced by uh, the great Jeremy Schmidt. Follow him on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime, at Instagram on Scaremy Schmidt, uh, and listen to his show, Video Games, a comedy show. It's a wonderful show that I get to guest on occasionally. It's very fun. Please listen to Can it. Can I do that show? I was, I was, well, was going to ask you as soon as we cut. If you I would love to do yeah. that, yeah. Yes, yes. That's my favorite thing is bringing on people to this show to it's just make them do that I show. Love- stealing guests from <laughs> it's great it's it's a it's a gateway uh show um but listen to video games a comedy show he also produces many other great podcasts such as uh, one of my favorites stories but shorter um you can follow me on social media at connor underscore mccabe uh check me out and pj at the ucb theater on herald night with the team jet set uh you can email us at call me by your game podcast at gmail.com visit our website at call me by your game.com if you like the show uh you want to share some stuff that you love about it you want to help us get viewed more uh leave us a rating in the apple podcast store a rating and review a review actually is most helpful but whatever you want to do that would be helpful um Thank you so much for listening. Gotta go fast. Go away fast. Go. Bye-bye. Sonic Boom!